Welcome in to the newest episode of the Hoth Hangout Podcast. We're glad to have you here with us, joining us on this fine Tuesday evening. Joey and I are recording this podcast. We're uh, on the Tuesdays now, since Ahsoka is no longer uh, coming out week to week. We're going to miss it a lot, but uh, <laughs> in, in tonight's episode, we're going to be talking not only about our thoughts on Ahsoka, but taking a look back at our reactions in a previous podcast episode and or excuse me our thoughts of a previous podcast episode and reacting to them ourselves in the current time uh, it's gonna be fun i'm sure it will be interesting some <laughs> of the things we we said a few weeks ago before we get into all of that if you are not yet subscribed to the hoth hangout podcast on youtube definitely check us out there hit that subscribe button we want to say thank you to the 339 of you that are currently subscribed over on youtube Additionally, you can always email us. Hothhangout at gmail.com is where we are reachable. Shoot us your Star Wars questions. Shoot us any other questions you may have. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And then and we can display some of those questions on the pod and, and talk about them here in this format. So Hothhangout at gmail.com. Additionally, if you are an audio podcast listener, you can always listen to the Hothhangout podcast on Spotify, Apple, and anywhere you get your podcasts, make sure you leave a five-star review if you are listening to the audio version. And check us out on the socials, including TikTok, Instagram, and X. Hoth Hangout. X, X. At Hoth Hangout <laughs> uh, on each of those. Joey, what's going on, man? How are you? Doing well. Doing well. I, you know, the uh, Chicago Marathon actually just passed over the I know. Weekend, I saw that, yeah. Saw. Yeah, and that's... Uh, Something that you and I have uh, done in the past, but never uh, together. So I don't know. We, you know, we can start training for 2024. You know, <laughs> I think yes. I think we have enough time to do that if you wanted. I'd be down. And uh, and then as soon as we cross the finish line, we go up to the hotel room and and uh, we we do a, a live recording when we've just run 26 miles. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us laying on the floor. Yeah. That, yeah. I'll be, I'll be asleep five minutes in. I don't know about you. <laughs> Uh, well, as as was mentioned, um, about five or six episodes back of the podcast, um, actually, it's even more than that now. What would it be? Eight or nine episodes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, episode 45 of the Hoth Hangout podcast, we gave our preview and our thoughts before the Ahsoka show came out as to some of the uh, things that were, we were hypothesizing might be a part of this season. And, mm -hmm. and so today we're going to be talking about a few of those and, and listening to and reacting to some of the things we said. <laughs> but before we get into some of that stuff, we have just a short, quick bit of news. Um, one of the main pieces of Star Wars information that came out within the past week, uh, there was some breaking news on Skeleton Crew, which may or may not be the next Star Wars show to come out. It's looking like it will be the case that this will come out before the Acolyte. Um, there was an updated synopsis that was provided for the Skeleton Crew. And now I know we talked about Skeleton Crew maybe two or three weeks ago on the podcast. And correct me if I'm wrong, this new synopsis doesn't seem that much different than the old one. Mm -hmm. um, right. The new synopsis being in the first episode of the Skeleton Crew, we are introduced to four kids who make a mysterious discovery on their seemingly safe home planet and get lost in a strange and dangerous galaxy. Finding their way home, meeting unlikely allies and enemies will be a greater adventure than they ever imagined maybe just a little bit more detailed and specifically focusing in on the first episode. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there anything here that strikes you as different from what we already knew or maybe just extra information? I'm not sure. Not really. I mean, the, the only, the interesting piece of it was 
since it was from the copyright site, uh, the government copyright site, mm -hmm. it shows a little bit of information on that. It shows the estimated date of completion to be December of 2023. Now, I don't know if that means production or, you know, finalizing the, uh, all the post-production work that has to be done with it, or if that's actually when it's supposed to be live. I don't, I, this is the first time I've ever, I've ever looked at that copyright site. So to see, to see that, you know, it, that may have been the intent that initially this was supposed to be a December, 2023 release. But with the actor strike, with the writer strike, I don't know if that has changed things as much. So uh, it's it's more an interesting uh, interesting fact that we learned about the show, and we'll see if it comes to fruition. Hopefully, it does because something like this does sound like a nice, comfy, cozy Christmas type of uh, show to watch. Uh, little 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 Goonies and Star Wars, if you will. So I'll, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm down for it. Oh man, I would love to watch some skeleton crew on the couch over Christmas break. That does sound right. nice. Yeah, how do you, how do you so. think this show will compare to Andor? Because I feel like the mm -hmm. sort of the the lack of hype surrounding it going into it, when you compare it to something like Ahsoka, do you think that means people will kind of favor it more than because I feel like people are very divided on Ahsoka. Um, surprisingly crew. surprisingly yes but um and we'll get to that in a little bit but i think skeleton crew is going to be one of these fly under the radar and or type series just kind of what you were alluding to because of because of the non-hype it's getting and right. whatever whatever fun whatever happiness we get from this particular show it's just going to be all you know it's 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 all gravy at that point it's all christmas gravy and i love jude law too so yeah, uh, yeah. I'm excited for this show. I really am. I, I still feel like I don't know a ton about it and I'm okay with that. So yeah, um, mm -hmm. the rumor is this might be coming out in January of 2024, but like you said, we'll have to see nothing official yet in regards to a release date. Hopefully we get that information soon though. Um, for our next little piece of, I don't know if we want to call it news or not, but um, Joey and I are going to do something uh, a little bit more on the fun side here to begin things before we actually take a look at some of the things we said a few weeks ago in regards to Ahsoka. We are going to each take an Ahsoka quiz to see <laughs> which character we are from the show. Uh, and so this is something we'll do live here, and I believe we're going to do one by one, one of us after the other. Uh, one, uh, Joey, would you like to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first, and then I'll... Uh... I'll try to figure out what I want to do based off of your answers. <laughs> okay. The funny thing about these quizzes is always like, you know, the answers feel a little bit too on the nose sometimes. Mm -hmm. They're like, uh, you know, which of these would you like? And then it's like, Leku. Uh, You're like, oh, well, that one's Ahsoka, you know? <laughs> right, um, yeah. All right, the first question. What type of traveler are you? A homebody, explorer, adventurer, camper, glamper? What's a glamper? Like a like a glorious camper. Oh, like, oh, oh. like okay. you're not in a not in a tent, but like in a nice hotel, essentially, right, or right, right. something like that. Uh, planner flying by the seat of my pants. Family vacations are my favorite. Uh, ooh, that's tough. I'll go adventurer for the first one. Okay. All right. What's the first thing you pack for a trip? My favorite shirt, comfortable shoes, headphones identification, sunscreen, swimsuit, camera, gear, a good book. First thing I pack for a trip. Hmm, I'm between my favorite shirt and headphones. I'll go headphones, though. 
This is a five question quiz. Is that right? No, I think it's 15. So we're going to go. For it. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. I'll fly through these nice ones. What's the last <laughs> thing you pack just before you head out of the door? Uh, wallet, keys, toothbrush, extra jacket, sunglasses, chapstick, hat, phone charger. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> See, I, I'm a. Hmm. I already packed the hat, so I'll go phone charger. Nice. Question four. What mode of transportation is best? On foot, hmm. horseback, tandem bike, pedicab, sports car, minivan, train, plane. Oh, man. I, I love flying so much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do plane. Okay. Question five. Where would you go on your dream vacation? Hawaii, Paris, Iceland, New York City, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, Peru. Ooh. Can I do like a two for one between Australia <laughs> and New Zealand? Well, that's um, just for Gibbo. I know you're you're just trying to kiss up the Gibbo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go New Zealand. Oh. Um, because I think that's where the Lord of the Rings was filmed, and I would oh love God. to see some of the scenery he's, in New Zealand. He's gonna quit. I know, he's I know Gibbo's then. Gibbo's oh, upset God. now. <laughs> uh question six. Pick a second destination to add to the itinerary. Wait, now Australia is not even an option. <laughs> the second destination options are Alaska, Italy, the Caribbean, the Mediterranean, Jordan, New England, Brazil, and Singapore. Have you ever been to Singapore? I have not. I haven't either. My parents were there on their honeymoon. They said it's the cleanest country they've ever been to. Ooh. Um, man, this is tough. I am going to go... Like, Italy is so cool. I'm going to go to Italy. I think this is question seven. What type of activity are you most looking forward to doing, relaxing, exercising, napping, sightseeing, reading, swimming, painting, trying new foods? Oh, 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 trying new foods, baby. I like that one. Question eight. Which Star Wars character would be an ideal travel buddy? I'm probably going to pick Grogu, but let's see what else is on here. Grogu, Captain Rex, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Nubs. Nubs. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love that they threw Nubs on here. Of uh, Young Jedi Adventures, for those that don't know uh, what the reference there is. Uh, Leia Organa, or R2-D2, Darth Vader, and Chewbacca. Hmm. I'm going Grogu. I feel like that's... Yeah. that's I gotta go Grogu. I think this is question nine? In yeah, real nine. life, who is your ideal travel buddy? My partner, my best friend, my core friend group, my parents, my children, my siblings, my pets, myself. Ooh, that's tough. I am I am such a loner when it comes to most things. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to pick myself. Uh, I'm going to pick myself. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, what type of music would you play for the journey? Jazz, rock, country, metal, pop, techno, classical, or hip-hop? For the journey? Um, let's go rock music. What stresses you out about a trip? Oh, lots of stuff. Safety, staying within budget, time constraints, fear of flying, losing important documents, forgetting essentials, getting lost, traveling solo. Mine is more like the planning side of it. Mm. I'm going to say... Um, forgetting essentials, I guess? We'll go with that one. Which activity would make for an unforgettable trip? Skydiving, a wild animal safari, chasing the northern lights, exploring ancient cities, observing classical art, dining at a world-class restaurant, watching the sunrise over a new landscape, seeing an incredible live music event. Man, a wild animal safari sounds really cool. I'm going <laughs> to do that one. Nice. 
What type of souvenir would you want to bring back? Photographs, memories, jewelry, recipes, local art, new stories to tell, stronger bonds, a trophy? Hmm. I think memories. I'm going to go with memories. Nice. How do you spend most of your time on vacation? Is this the second to last question? Yeah, it looks like. Okay. Um, creating memories with family and friends, experiencing other cultures, learning about history, sitting quietly in nature alone, walking through nature with friends, learning more about myself, sleeping, catching up on TV. Low key, I am a little bit of a catching up on TV in the hotel room kind of a person. Yeah, you are. Uh, but I'm. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go experiencing. Actually, no, creating memories with family and friends. I like That's that nice. one a lot. Yeah. All right, and I think this is my last question. What is your yes. main reason for taking this trip? Escape day-to-day -day responsibilities, <laughs> reconnecting with friends, learning to relax more, learning about the world, reconnecting with family, giving myself time to have fun. It's a calling. I feel most at home while traveling. Hmm. Um, between learning about the world and giving myself time to have fun, I'm going to do learning about the world. <laughs> look, look who I got. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you Let's kidding go! me? <laughs> Who'd you get? Let everyone know on the I, audio. I got Balin Skull. <laughs> this is such a great quiz. I'm so happy. Read the description, uh, too. The, the description is, you've reinvented yourself a time or two, weathering countless obstacles to become the person you are today. But lately, you've become more of, of a mentor and teacher, helping the next generation to break free from expectations. Now that you know which character from Ahsoka you are, find out how you rank among the, star the storied heroes of Star Wars. Oh, man, Joey, nice I could not have gotten anything better, I don't. That think. is crazy. You <laughs> definitely, I think you took this quiz already, and then you knew <laughs> the answers to get Balin. There's no shot that you got that. I'm actually so hyped that I got Balin. <laughs> that is the craziest. <laughs> all right, I'm ready to see who you get as well. All right, let's see. All right, <clears throat> what type of traveler? I'm, I'm not going to read all of them. I'm just going to read the answer that yeah, I Yeah, yeah, go here, for so. it, yeah. All right, so what type of traveler are you? I am a, I would say I'm an adventurer. All right, on to number two. What is the first thing you pack for a trip? My favorite shirt. <laughs> nice. I almost picked that one. Uh, what's the last thing you pack uh, for uh, just before you head out the door? Mm, I would say sunglasses. That's a good one, yeah. What mode of transportation is best? That would be... I'm a family man. It's the minivan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, where would you go on your dream vacation? It's Australia. You can click... Yeah, he, he, had, he had it on there ready before I could do anything. <laughs> uh, second destination to the itinerary. Ooh. I, I'm going to say Singapore. I'm going to say Singapore. Nice. You sold me on that one. What type of activity are you looking forward to do most? The ooh, swimming or sightseeing? Oh, let's see. Or trying new food? Yeah, trying new foods. I forgot that yes, one was in there. Foods, yep, trying foods, new foods. foods. Which Star Wars character would be ideal travel buddy? I want to. Say, I'm going to say. I'm going to say Obi Wan Kenobi. Ooh. I think. I think he's he'd be a cool person to hang to go with. In real life, who is your ideal travel buddy? Uh, I'm kind of selfish myself, so <laughs> we're gonna go yeah, for myself. I'm the as same. Well. <laughs> I'm the same. I love traveling by myself. Uh, what type of music would you play on the journey? It'd be hip hop. <laughs> I almost picked that. Uh, what stresses you out by uh, about a, a trip? Uh, I would say safety. Safety would be mine. 
this is number 12. Which activity would make for an unforgettable trip? Ooh, the Northern Lights. I'm going to go chasing the Northern Lights. That sounds like a cool experience. Uh, what type of souvenir would you bring back? New stories to tell. If you know me, I love telling stories. Uh, second last one. How will you spend most of your time on vacation? Oh, boy. Uh, gosh, if I'm my, by myself already, learning more about myself sounds like the actual, the right, the only answer for me here. And what is your main reason to take a trip? Let's see. Giving myself time to have fun. Giving myself time to have fun. Yes. That would be my final answer. Who do you, who do we have? That was the last question. Who do you want to be here? Oh, gosh. I'm Hu Yang. Oh, nice. That's cool, too. (laughs) Uh, You love storytelling, like I said, and you have an appreciation for history, which means you are often reminding your friends of past lessons. Although this may not always be value, they know you mean well and you're there to help them. Wow. That's actually right on point with me. I like that. I like it. Nice. So Hu you Yang. and me are Balin, Balin, and 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 Hu Yang. Those are those gonna... are those are pretty spot on. I want to see yeah. what the full list of potential options was, and what like mm-hmm. who who's the worst possible right, thing yeah. you could get. Like right, one of the noty turtles. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think we uh yeah or Merrick maybe Merrick. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, grandmother number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need well, to have uh, Gibbo take it as well at some point, so we can find out what uh who yeah. his who's his uh character as well. Yeah, and if anyone also is listening or watching and is interested in taking the the quiz, we'll we'll link the uh, the link to the quiz in the YouTube show notes down below. If you're interested in finding out which Ahsoka character you are. Lastly, before we get into our reactions from uh, from our episode 45 of the podcast titled Everything We Want in Ahsoka Season 1. Uh, we have a couple comments from various viewers from the past week's episode. Um, the first of which comes from Spy on Sports, one of the two uh, winners of the Star Wars box break from the previous week. GG. GG's. <laughs> uh, Spy on Sports actually had three comments here. And so the first one says, uh, sort of Talzin. And I actually have to like, Admit that I'm pretty sure I was saying this wrong for the last two or three weeks. <laughs> I think I was saying Talzin. Townsend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's the well. sort of Talzin. I feel like I've heard this pronounced several different ways, including Townsend, which always makes me imagine Pete Townsend of the Who singing, uh, swinging a sword instead of a guitar. Uh, so yeah, I gotta, I gotta like be the first to raise my hand there and say I was definitely pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to go back and watch Clone Wars. That's the other thing that. Mm-hmm. that tells me is i haven't watched clone wars in a few years too long yeah uh the sort of Talzin, not the sort of Talzin. next spy on sports says it'd be interesting to do an episode with a guest that didn't watch rebels and clone wars to get their perspective and frustrations i i could not agree more and i think this is probably where a lot of the disagreements within the community the star wars community surrounding ahsoka comes from is that there are people who have a better sense of some of the stuff going on because of their mm-hmm. prior watching of these other shows. And then there's people who are coming in, you know, having not seen any animated Star Wars before and, you know, kind of just being forced to accept mm-hmm. certain things that have never been seen in live action. I um, think also that th- there's 
a little bit of both too, where there are people that have seen those shows and still kind of didn't like the Ahsoka yeah, too. So I mean, there, there's definitely, definitely it's definitely uh, across the across the uh, the board there, which is surprising to me. But you know, that's what that's what's great about Star Wars is that you don't have to everyone have to like the same thing, and you yeah. could have your opinions and you know. But I, I, I would be very interested to hear, uh, you know, other people's uh, takes on the show that didn't particularly enjoy it as much as we did. Yeah, definitely. And that may be something we still actually end up doing in the coming weeks. Um, we've got the, the first steps, the first phases sort of in place for, for uh, putting together some sort of, of roundtable discussion, perhaps yeah. in regards to uh, gathering people with various perspectives on that. So um, that might actually be something we, we look into and do here on the podcast. Uh, and then lastly, Spy on Sports says, series overall, 7 out of 10 for now. Planning a binge rewatch soon. That's also and true. That's a- Sometimes when mm-hmm. you watch the episode, like the show through from beginning to end after it's over, you do mm-hmm. develop a different perspective on it because you're right. watching it just back to back to back mm-hmm. as opposed to week to week. So, But uh, I, I will say props to Spy on Sports because they have been a critic of Ahsoka for the, the a good portion of it, mm-hmm. but they're still willing to, one, give it a pretty... I mean, 7 out of 10 isn't terrible, and also willing to rewatch it all, too. So, you know, uh, props to them to uh, giving it another shot. Yeah, I, I, I could not agree more. 7 out of 10, honestly, is not that bad of a score. And I think... I just... I feel like it tends to be a thing where we hear a lot about negativity within mm-hmm. the Star Wars community, and so it's funny after our watchings, like if you would have asked me on the spot after episode eight to rank the season, I probably would have. And I think I still would say nine out of ten. Um, I don't know if I'm blinded by my love for the character of Ahsoka, maybe a little bit. Uh, but then it was odd to like go on social media and see like videos on YouTube of people being like, this is like a two out of ten. This is like, how mm-hmm. how could they do this? And I'm like. Man, it's crazy how like different people could watch the same thing and come to uh, such vastly different conclusions. <laughs> Star, Star Wars does that to people. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, thank you to Spy on Sports for those comments. And then um, our second commenter we wanted to highlight is actually the other winner of the Star Wars box break, from, uh, box break from the previous week, Lord Galvatron. Lord Galvatron has two comments here, the first of which says, I've been seeing this theory all over TikTok, and I'd love to hear what you guys think. Balin is not looking for the father, the son, or the daughter. He is looking for the mother. The mother being Abeloth, one of the darkest and most evil beings in the galaxy. Uh, and I know we've talked about Abeloth a little bit here on the podcast, I think. But um, for anyone watching or listening and you're like, what the heck is Abeloth? It's basically in Legends Star Wars content, this you know, evil, dark uh, presence who, you know, she was like arguably the most powerful being in the galaxy. and so. Um, this has never been included in canon in any way, shape, or form, but mm. a lot of this people are feeling like all the mystic Peridia stuff is hinting towards Abeloth potentially. Um, so it's a possibility. Will they go that direction exactly? I my best guess would be no, but I would still love to see it. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it, it brings in what well, one thing it does is that it would for the fans of legends eu it sounds like you know because that's where that originates from right mm-hmm. um that would make a lot of people happy so i, I you yeah. know but that's of that's of course the theory you know and that's uh 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it'll be it would be great if they did it because they already gave a little bit for them with the air the the reference to air to the empire and all that, right? So I think it's just uh, if they were to go all the way in on this, I would be I would be shocked. But hey, I'm here for it. I w- I would not mind it at all. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm worried that we won't get a lot of answers to the father-son-daughter stuff in season two, or maybe at least the initial parts of season two, partially because we can assume, I guess, that we won't see Ray Stevenson in the role of Balin. Perhaps Mm -hmm. we won't even see Balin as a character anymore in the Ahsoka show. So um, Mm -hmm. that's a piece of it. And then just, I feel like they're going to want to draw out the most mysterious part of the show as long as they can. And so I've also seen theories actually that that Ahsoka is the daughter now and Anakin is the yeah, father I've seen that as well. Yeah. And that Balin might be the son. I you know, there's like all these wild theories going around. And so yeah, that's why we love it though. Yeah, yeah. It is it is fun to read those and uh, get some feedback on them and see what people think. But if you're asking me, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Lord Galvatron also said, I love the series. It's my favorite and, in my opinion, the best live-action Disney plus Star Wars show. 9 out of 10 rating is simply to leave room for improvement because, like most things, this show is not perfect. But, oh boy, was it good. I I would say, just on a personal note, if I had to convey my own sentiments about the show, this probably most closely uh, reflects my feelings on Ahsoka. I do think it is my favorite live action star wars show yeah mm-hmm. um, which is saying something because i love the mandalorian too. I-, I love most of the shows they've made um but yeah this one my favorite so far if i had to say yeah yeah i would say my favorite too there wasn't a lot of me saying with it with the other series mandalorian kenobi um boba fett i there were moments where i'm like oh I guess that could happen, you know. <laughs> there, were, there, there, there. I didn't find myself having to make excuses too much here. Um, maybe, I, maybe here or there, but it was very infrequent and not as, not a like high volume. It wasn't like I didn't have to do it as much. So I feel like I didn't have to defend this show as much as I did with the others. So I, um, I know that's not a great way to judge a show necessarily. But I think, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed it most out of the out of the what we've had so far. It's also interesting because a, a major criticism of any Star Wars show is, is largely dependent upon where you're coming from in terms of your own desire of what to see in the show. Mm. But for example, you know, like a ton of people loved the first season of Mando because it wasn't about anything other you know, like within the world of Star Wars, like it was its own thing that didn't feel connected. And that aspect of it made a lot of people love it. And then there are people who are like, well, you know, we want to see the other stuff in Star Wars. So that's why we didn't like Mando season one as as much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So then mm -hmm. when they put stuff like that, like Luke Skywalker in season two, you have the people who wanted it saying, oh my gosh, thank you so much. This is great. But you also have people who wanted it to be its own thing saying, well, why did you have to make this about Jedi? (laughs) So it's largely dependent upon where you're coming from as a Star Wars fan. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean one side is right and one side is wrong. It just means that, you know, people have different things they want from shows. So um, like Spy on Sports and Lord Galvatron are two great examples of that, you know, had differing uh, opinions on kind of the outcome of Ahsoka, but both were, um, you know, 
providing us comments there and and we're very appreciative of the fact of uh, gaining that insight and feedback on some of their thoughts on the show so uh, thank you again to the both of them and and then lastly we do want to highlight a comment from aunt vesuvi Vesuvi says thanks to ben joey and gibbo get some sleep fellas uh, of course referencing the fact that last week's episode we recorded at like 1 30 in the morning um i saw that leaked trailer for the acolyte looks good since you asked the super night troopers according to wikipedia uh wikipedia they are described as death troopers like from rogue one but that might get revised once more info is released. Regarding your query for a numerical rating for episode eight, it's an 8.5 for me. So again, all three of our commenters yeah. giving uh, slightly different rankings and ratings in regards to the season. Or I guess this here would be the, ep- the final episode. But mm-hmm. um, nonetheless, so a little bit of info there on on those super night troopers, the, the undead night troopers, whatever mm-hmm. we're going to call them. Um, it will be interesting to see how much that's... Ex- upon in the second season uh, they feel right. they f- it feels like they should be weaker than a normal night trooper or a normal stormtrooper but they felt much stronger and have I don't you, know if have you watched was... walking dead those dudes <laughs> yeah. are strong they yeah. could run yeah they could you know tear through uh, plywood and yeah so i think <laughs> i think that's what they're uh that they're, that's what they were getting their inspiration from yeah this was just like uh the, the uh, <laughs> last episode of or the the last episode of Ahsoka was basically like Star Wars: The Walking Dead. Oh man! All righty. Well, are you ready to watch some of our old predictions about Ahsoka and see how much they matched up to actually what came to fruition in the show? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, fun. All right. Our <laughs> our first uh, prediction we wanted to watch was surrounding the topic of Thrawn. And so for those watching and listening, we just want to uh, say that there's going to be sort of a, a little sound effect that'll indicate that it's the re it's the original discussion we had that you'll be listening to. And then we'll come back in and we'll give our reactions and our thoughts to what we originally said. So um, without further ado, let's take a look back at what we said about our thoughts on Thrawn in Ahsoka. Do you think the Thrawn piece of it all happens later in the season to help set up for a season two. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I think that is way more likely than Thrawn showing up in, in episode one or episode two of the show. Mm-hmm. I don't see Thrawn fitting concretely into the story, the early story of season one. Mm-hmm. I don't think season one is going to end and it's going to be like resolving anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's only going to be building anticipation and excitement for season two. I'm going to put it out there now. I don't think we're going to see a ton of Thrawn in season yeah. one. <laughs> I felt like that was pretty spot on. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was, uh, that, was a, that was a good prediction, good, uh, good analysis of what to expect. Yeah, if anything, we probably got a little bit more Thrawn than at, the, mm-hmm. at that time than I was expecting. Um, I guess because when did we when did we first get Thrawn? What was the first episode? Was it episode five? Pretty sure. I think pretty think it was episode six. Oh, was it six? Okay, because episode five was all world between world stuff, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Or was it the end of episode five where he came in? I think it was episode six. But uh, regardless, yeah, I mean, not a ton of resolution in the end Mm -hmm. of season one. In fact, we might have maybe more on the table than was beforehand. 
like now Thrawn is an imminent threat and Ahsoka right. and Sabine are stranded out here with Shin and Balin and right. Uh, they just switch so, spots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole first season was a giant switcheroo and now mm-hmm. the galaxy is more in danger than it was before. So, right. Yeah. Cause he's actually there. And, but we got, we got, um, I almost said Kanan, rest in peace. Um, but we do have Ezra back with Hera, which is nice. And you it's have true. that. So getting that group back together, we know Zeb's around somewhere. And I mean, we got, you know, we got Captain Carson there as well. So I think, I think they're in good shape. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're definitely going to see Zeb in season two. At least I'm yes. hopeful of that fact. But uh, so to begin, our, our thoughts on Thrawn seemed pretty spot on. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Moving into our second topic that we are going to react uh, and review, react, react to and review here. Um, we touched on in our episode 45 podcast the topic of the world between worlds and how much that was going to play into this season of Ahsoka. Um, we obviously got one massive episode that was largely centered around the world between worlds. And so let's go ahead and take a moment to look back at what our initial thoughts were before the show regarding the world between worlds. I think this is what I am most hesitant about. What Mm -hmm. would really not be great is if they somehow use this world between worlds. I don't think this will happen for the record. Yeah. But I don't want them to like leave it too open ended to the point where when season one of Ahsoka ends, people are like, well, why don't they do that to save Qui-Gon? And right, why don't right, they do right, that yeah. to save Mace Windu? And why don't mm-hmm. they do that to save Anakin? You know what I mean? Hmm, okay. This one feels like a little less concrete than the last one. <laughs> right. I don't I don't feel that way personally after having seen Mm-mm. the first season of Ahsoka. I also think the way they chose to portray the world between worlds wasn't as time travel-y as it was mm. in Rebels. Um, not that it was right. explicitly time travel in Rebels, but there was more this sense of just almost feeling lost the whole time. Like, how did how did Ahsoka get here, you know? Mm-hmm. It felt more like a dream than this alternate state of reality. Right. Um, so I, I don't have that feeling now, thinking like, well, now they could just do this with Qui-Gon. Right, yeah. Because it really didn't feel like something that Ahsoka did to get to the world between worlds. Right. She had to fall off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> right. She kind of <laughs> just wasn't... ended up there. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it, it didn't feel like anybody was using it for that for their own gain. You know, like the the way that we kind of saw it in Rebels where Ezra almost went into the portal to save Kanan, you know, so to, to, for his own, you know, for his own, um, you know, reason, you know, and that's, that's not what we saw here. We saw the world between worlds, almost using Ahsoka and Anakin for, for the, for the reason of the force. Like there's, she needed to see this. She needed to be able to, you know, come, turn into the Ahsoka of the Ahsoka white, you know, <laughs> after, after all of this was done. So I think that from what we, we were saying there on the episode, it's like a totally different thing to me now. Like the, the, the world between worlds is just a, uh, this completely different mechanism and it could be used in so many other different ways that we weren't even aware of. So I, I that's why I like that. 
Yeah, yeah, this was different in a way, too, because in every other instance where we've seen the world between worlds and animated Star Wars, it's almost been like someone else reaching in to someone else's past. You know, like Ezra reaching in, potentially wanting to reach in to save Kanan, doesn't do it. You know, reaching in to save Ahsoka, uh, mm -hmm. saves her from Vader. And this was more like Ahsoka looking inwardly into her own past. And so it wasn't like she was peering into one of the portals. It was more like she was just <laughs> living this past consciousness that she had. Right, yeah. It, it, so it's just different, the take they took on it. And I, I thought it worked pretty well. Right. Um, I, I would be mainly curious to know how people felt about this episode who hadn't seen any Rebels in any Clone Wars. Because mm -hmm. I, I think this episode, at least I on the surface, it feels like the one that might be the most hard to accept like the idea of what's going on right um but then again maybe that's why they took the approach they did is because they would fe that feels more approachable and acceptable than like seeing her like go through these portals into i don't know right but ultimately it didn't change my thinking on how the world between worlds is used as a mechanism in star wars thankfully so um in that regard, I, I feel like I'm satisfied with the way it was portrayed. <laughs> Same. Our third of our four things we are going to react to and review is probably the most, in terms of just the general Star Wars fandom, the most controversial one. Um, this is, we're going to be discussing the consequences of Sabine being force sensitive. This is something we talked about as a potential possibility back in episode 45 of the Hoth Hangout podcast. And I, feel like we weren't too critical and too harsh but that might be revisionist history so maybe it'd be better <laughs> if we uh if we just listen in to what we had to say ourselves back uh, in episode 45 regarding sabine's potential force sensitivity what do you think the consequences of her being force sensitive are there are stories in star wars where some people like learn all this kind of late luke was pretty late in the game ray was pretty late in the game Sabine could be late in the game, you know, that 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 could happen. I'll I'll go on record by saying I think they're going to surprise us by having her just not be force sensitive even though they've been hinting at her being sensitive or <laughs> sensitive in the trailers. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> was I wrong? <laughs> I don't I don't think that was critical. I think I was just no, like no. hopeful for a certain outcome, but I'm not mad about the way right. they chose to do it i mean i and i don't think that's how you and i watch star wars with any type of anger <laughs> you know right there yeah. there are definitely the fans out there that may got may have gotten upset the first time they saw sabine even try to do anything force related in one of the trailers so i think that's kind of where that stemmed from yeah um would we i think in episode 45 we were i think we were both pretty much saying that we would prefer that she wasn't, but for me anyway, to see the progression, she had struggles the entire, pretty much the entire season, uh, up until the last episode. So where it felt a little bit more earned, if you will, in that way. Um, and I, I even made a made a comparison to the Bulls, where not everyone's going to be the Michael Jordan of Jedi's. You know, there's going to be some Scottie Pippins. There's going to be a Bill Cartwright. You know. Um, so 
Sabine is just, you know, kind of a bench player when it comes to being able to be a force user. That's just kind of how, that's how I look at it. Yeah. So I think, I, I think we won't, you know, when you said critical, you know, we definitely weren't critical about, you know, our thoughts on her having the force or ha- being able to use the force. But I, you know, so I think it made it, at least for us, a better experience because we, we weren't really like gung ho. She cannot have the force. This is, this is ridiculous. Um, but the fact that she did and the way that they gave it to her kind of at the end, I think that was a, a really good way to do it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, and a quick just message to those people out there who were like really upset at the fact that Sabine is force sensitive. As someone who didn't personally want that going into the season, um, I can say that I feel okay with it for the reasons that you just said. Like if you show a natural progression this is not just Star Wars. This is like storytelling in general. Like if you show a natural progression of struggle within a character to achieve something, no matter what that is, it makes the final achievement of it, of it more meaningful. And so if they, for example, if, if Sabine would have showed that she could like grab the lightsaber using the force in the first episode, I think I would have had more issues with that because it took her literally the whole season to achieve a small as feat as something like that. you know it it gives more credence to the idea that just like with the progression or with the you know just over the course of time that that progression can occur and that the character building can happen that way and so um Mm -hmm. as someone who didn't want it i have no issue with it and i'm fine with the direction they took on it and like you said she's just gonna be like you know she's a sit in the bench jedi she's not she's not (laughs) michael jordan or anything so right uh, any any other thoughts on Sabine that you wanted to touch on before we move to our last uh, prediction review here? Still love Sabine. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a fantastic character. I, and again, just to reiterate something we said every week, I thought the characters who portrayed them in live action were fantastic. So our final prediction review that we're going to be doing for this podcast episode, um, one of the very last things we talked about in episode 45 were the characters we wanted to show up in Ahsoka season one. And so uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and take a look at the list of characters that you and I talked about that we would hope uh, would show up in the first season of Ahsoka. If we could insert anyone into the show. Who would that be? Iden Versio from Battlefront 2. She is still around at this point. So, I mean, she doesn't have to play a big part. But you know me, I, I just like it when they cross over into different territories. Um, I did like uh, Janina Gavinkar. She's the actress. She's going nice. to be in episode six. The, the two people I picked, though, one of them is kind of a silly one. And the other one is very heavily influenced by a fair amount of fan theory. My silly one is Grogu. And then my ser- more serious one is Barris Offy, a very popular theory that's going around right now. At, at one point in one or multiple of the Ahsoka trailers, we see what appears to be an Inquisitor. And so I think it'd be really cool to have Barris be this dark side force user and part of the story for Ahsoka to almost redeem Barris rather mm-hmm. than like defeat her and, and potentially oh, absolutely. kill her as well. Oh man, we were zero for three, Joey. <laughs> hey, hey, we're we're not Michael Jordans of predicting either, right? Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I'll start. And that was the saying... that was the, that was the point of that that bit was to right, you know, yeah. think out of the box, and we were a little bit too far out of the box. 
too far out of the box. To be fair, there wasn't like any characters in this show. Well, I guess C3PO, that's one that was a genuine yeah. surprise. Other than that, I don't know, like Mon Mothma, maybe? I mean, we that's not a huge surprise either. Right. I, I, I think mean, she was, she was in, in the, the, she was yeah, in the trailers. She was in the trailer, yeah. yeah. So, no, no like groundbreaking. You know, there was pretty good ideas that Anakin was going to be in it. So it was cool mm-hmm. to see him. But it wasn't like, oh, wow, I didn't expect that at all sort of thing. I will say we saw more of him than I thought. I was kind of surprised the amount of times we saw Anakin because we saw Anakin, obviously, in the hollow. Uh, Uh We saw him in all in the world between worlds. And then we saw him at the end. So. Right. uh, And so, yeah, it was it was a good amount of Anakin, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it was it was pretty fair to assume we might see Ezra at some point, but I don't think he was in any of the trailers or anything like that. So all that to say, like our outside the box thinking might've been a little bit too far outside the box. And the next question I would pose is, do you think we'll get to see any of those three characters we mentioned in the past in the future seasons of Ahsoka? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) On the record, stamp it. I actually do think Grogu might be the most Mm -hmm. likely of those three. Oh, for sure, yeah. Just because Disney needs to put Grogu in everything. I, I'm actually like, kind of surprised that he wasn't in here at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I And again, that's that sort of mindset of being a Star Wars fan who wants things connected to everything or wants things to be completely isolated in terms of storytelling. So um, it remains to be seen if we'll get any of our previously mentioned characters in the future seasons of Ahsoka. Maybe Zeb. We can add Zeb to that list. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. That was fun. That was. Yeah, I I feel like we need to do this segment more often, taking <laughs> stuff we've talked about in the past and, and reviewing it in the present. It's it's cool to, like, see what you used to think and, and compare and, it to what and, you know and, now. And watching it, we were just so confident. And then to be, like, yeah. wrong. <laughs> it's quite humbling. Yeah, it definitely is. But yeah, we'll we'll have to do this again sometime. Uh, if there's anything out there that you all listening or watching want us to react to that we have spoken about in the past, uh, <laughs> let us know down in the comments as well. Uh, and in regards to all of those, all those of you watching, we also do want to pose a question to you. Uh, moving on from Ahsoka, what will you do now that Ahsoka is done? What are you most looking forward to? Um, or, you know, did Ahsoka affect your view of Star Wars in a way where you're not sure if you're going to be moving on to something else Star Wars related? So um, what will you do now that Ahsoka is over? Wait for season two. <laughs> <laughs> in four years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully it's not that long. My goodness. <laughs> I'll be so sad. Uh, let us know down in the comments your responses to this question. And uh, a- after having said that, Joey, I also do want to make a note of this might be the first time in many months that we've managed to actually get through completing a podcast in under an hour. (laughs) Finally, can it be done? It can be done. It's possible, everybody. It's possible. (laughs) Uh, We do also want to let you know that on next week's episode of the Hot Hangout podcast, we are going to be doing our second ever comic book review. Um, In the first comic book review that we did, it was a High Republic comic review. That was episode 42 of the Hoth Hangout podcast. We'll uh, we'll link it down in the show notes below. Uh, Give give also letting us know behind the scenes that we still have 12 minutes to to screw it up and not and not get under an hour. (laughs) Uh, Our our second ever comic book review 
we'll be covering a Kanan uh, Star Wars comic book. It's called Kanan, The Last Padawan. So Joey and I are both going to read that here in the next week. We'll be talking about it during next week's Hoth Hangout podcast, giving our thoughts and breakdown. Uh, if any of you are interested in checking out the uh, Kanan, Last Padawan comic book, Joey and I are both subscribers to the uh, the Marvel comic book app. Joey, what's the official name for the app again? Uh, I think it's Marvel Unlimited, I believe. Marvel Unlimited, yes. yeah, that's Not, what not sponsored. <clears throat> not sponsored, but... But we'd love um, to be sponsored, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone out there who loves comic books or loves Star Wars, uh, and you want to check out some Kane and the Last Padawan or any other Star Wars comics, uh, Marvel Unlimited. Uh, head to your App Store or Google Play Store, and the app will be there for you to download. If you're interested in reading along with us, we'll be talking about it during next week's podcast episode, episode 54. Lastly, uh, we do want to remind you once again that if you are not yet subscribed to the Hoth Hangout YouTube channel, be sure to check us out on YouTube. We want to say a thank you to the 339 of you who are currently subscribed there. And if you're watching this or listening and you're not yet subscribed to the Hoth Hangout YouTube, definitely hit that big red subscribe button we would greatly, greatly appreciate it so very much. Additionally, you can also email us all of your thoughts, questions, both Star Wars related and not Star Wars related to hothangout at gmail.com anytime you like, and we can display those thoughts and questions on the podcast if you're interested in having us talk about any of those uh, here in this format. Additionally, if you're an audio podcast listener, thank you for listening on Spotify and Apple or anywhere else you get your podcast. Be sure to leave a five-star review we would also very much appreciate that. You can check us out on the socials, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, or X, at Hot Hangout on each of the socials. Joey, uh, you got any last thoughts on Ahsoka or anything else otherwise? Well, this was fun as always. This was a little spin on what we've done in the past. Is uh, We like to do reactions. Now we're doing a reactions of ourselves, which I thought was pretty fun. <laughs> um, I hope everyone had a good time. Um, but yeah, under an hour, we got it. We did it. We did it. Actually, uh, stay tuned, everyone. In a future Hoth Hangout podcast episode, we're going to be reacting to our reaction of the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh my oh, gosh. <laughs> For those who are uh, audio podcast listeners, uh, Gibbo giving us our, our brand new our brand new faces here. Uh, I'm I'm Balin. I'm Hu Yang, Hello. or he's Hu Yang. <laughs> Hello. This is good. We should do the rest of our podcasts like this. I, feel, I like I feel this. Like I like would, this very much. It would work out well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we should also mention at this point, thank you to Gibbo for producing the show, including the assets like you just saw on screen, all the videos that we reacted to, and for being the Morgan Elsbeth to our Hu Yang and Balin. Was Gibbo Morgan Elsbeth Gib when, when he took the quiz? <laughs> yeah, Gibbo got Morgan. Let's go. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, that's an interesting one. R.I.P. 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 Shout out to George Lucas. Shout out to Dave Filoni. Shout out to Balin Skull, Hu Yang, and Morgan Elsbeth. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Hot Hangout Podcast. We'll be back next week to talk some uh, comic book review, the Kanan comic book that we'll be discussing and that uh, we're looking very much forward to it. I don't know if that was a grammatically correct sentence, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, Joey, you got any last thoughts before we sign off? 
Sub one hour. We got to finish up. Let's do it. <laughs> Sub one hour. Thanks for all for listening. We'll catch you in the next next one. And may the force be with you.